Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. We're back here on the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects podcast. Joe DeLeo and Ryan Roberts. Today, we are doing another scouting report episode, this time with two quality center prospects that are a part of the 2023 NFL Draft. That being John Michael Schmitz from Minnesota and, and Ricky Stromberg from Arkansas. Before we get into those breakdowns, I just want to tell you folks about Bet Online. Basketball is back. We've also got bowl season going on right now, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You can always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports and events. Whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf, head about it online to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Ryan, I want to start off with Ricky Stromberg today because I think we can both agree uh, he is the better prospect of the two. And in my eyes, Far and away the best center prospect in the class. Watching Ricky Stromberg, though, mm-hmm. nice build, quality player. A lot of people believed if he went and declared last year's draft, he would have been a first-round pick. Here he is coming back. He doesn't really take a step back. If anything, I think he made some improvements throughout the season, and we're back here having the same discussion. Where do you sit on him? I mean, I've, I've been a big fan now for a couple of years, man. Like I was one of the guys that was – I think boasting most about him last year because I just think that he is he's this doesn't really have a hole in him, right? Vin? Right? Um, I mean, Joe, see, I wrote that down and I was yeah. and I kind of was texting you this, but I feel weird coming into doing a breakdown show on a prospect mm-hmm. and not having an issue with him. And I was like, what's the what's the the problem I have with him? He's got a couple bad reps. A yeah. game like I don't know if there's like there's not a lot to pull apart on him because he because he I mean he just checks a lot of boxes man I mean he's six four three hundred fourteen pounds good size for a center thirty two and a half inch arms solid length for a center he is estimated to test well as an athlete he's just turned twenty two years old so he's not an older prospect as well I think in a zone based scheme you see the really nice flexibility that he has from his you know, just ability to kind of contort his body in different ways and recover. I think he's a clean mover to the second level. He's got a good strength profile. I, I don't know if I would say that he excels in any one area. I, I do think his flexibility is plus plus tier at the center position, mm-hmm. but you know, I think that he's just good all around player, man. Like I just don't think that there's, I think some people maybe underrate him because he's not like a master of one traits. He's more just good at everything, which at center, that's kind of what I want, man. Like I want a guy that doesn't have many holes, and 
I just think for me, when I look at Ricky Stromberg, I'm just like, that kid's going to be a real good starting center in the NFL for a long time. And teams need that type of kid. And kind of going underrated a little bit in this class, which is bizarre to me. Just a little bizarre. but Yeah, and he really shouldn't be – if Tyler Linderbaum got the hype that he did last year as a much smaller center prospect, Ricky Stromberg deserves to get just as much, if not more. He's, he's a bigger player. Mm-hmm. You talked about his him playing in a zone scheme. I think he's got scheme versatility, but yes. him in a in a zone scheme is is his perfect situation. Like his footwork, his feet, his foot speed. I was really impressed with his foot speed. Like watching him work those steps on zone blocking plays and just know the right angles, know where he needs to be, know who to pick up. And I was also extremely impressed watching him work to the second level, picking guys up. He's one of those guys who very rarely takes a bad angle and misses a linebacker. And he's Mm -hmm. trying to finish dudes. Like, I love that. The other thing, too, the upper body strength coupled with the flexibility, I think, is, is really impressive. And I know that, again, he's not like, this isn't the best center prospect that we've ever scouted, but it's sure. very rare to have a center prospect be good enough to go in the first round. Mm-hmm. And I think Stromberg, like you're talking about, well-rounded, no holes, and he's got plus traits, quality traits at the things that are important, flexibility, upper body strength, footwork. Well, I'll say this, though, Joe, is, I mean, I would draft him in the first round. I wouldn't even think a second about it. I, I think that he is probably going to go more in the day two range, though, just based upon the feedback. I mean, he's really? just, I think so, man. I mean, I mean, like, let's let's say it like this, right? There may, maybe there's a bidding war for him, East-West for Senior Bowl, right? Maybe there is. But, I mean, Jim Nagy came out and said that, you know, he's not the top-ranked center on the board for them. Like, they, they have Alex. Okay, but, yeah. but wait, wait, but, but yeah. – I hate doing the. I, I I'm in more of a position to do the 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 the, the tinfoil hat bit than you are. I don't mm-hmm. want to put you in that position. Sure, but Jim's gonna say that if they don't get him, like he's gonna say that to make it seem like they didn't miss out on a kid in loot because this doesn't happen with the bowl games, with the with the All Star games because it has always been the Senior Bowl getting the best players. Like this is unprecedented yeah. for them to get At Perry, Zay Flowers. Ricky Stromberg as well. And there's probably going to be a couple other guys that fit that description. So I feel like Jim is just kind of taking that stance to make it seem like that they're not losing anyone. And again, I'm being totally speculative. Right, right. Well, I mean, but Joe, the the, the thing that we don't 100% know though, and that's an interesting conversation is, does Ricky Stromberg have a invite from the Senior Bowl? We don't. Jim, I feel like we're never going to know that. Right. Well, we, we aren't. But my point is, is that maybe, maybe. Maybe we're higher on Stromberg than the NFL is. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to make sense of it, man, because I look at him and I, I agree with you. I think he's the best center in this class. I'll take that to the grave. I'll take that to the to the draft board, to the draft meeting, right? But, I mean, mm. for some reason, he's not going to the Senior Bowl. He's going to the Shrine game. And that might be a that might be an indication of what the NFL values him as. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but that, that might be the reality we live in, you know? And I, and it le- it does leave me puzzled though. It does leave me puzzled because if that is the case, I don't understand what people are looking at. If I'm being honest, like I yeah. don't, I don't, I think he's just, I mean, what's the hole? What's the hole, man? Like he's a multi, he's a three-year star. He's a four-year starter, I believe in the sec, or at least a three-year starter, three-year starter in the sec. Good size, checks all those boxes. Good athlete, checks all those boxes. Good film, checks all those boxes. 
what are we missing with Ricky Stromberg? I, I don't know what I'm missing here, if that is the case. Outside of the bowl game, all-star game politics, mm-hmm. is there like any other feedback you've heard? Or are we going off of mostly the, the those all-star game things? I mean, yeah, that, that's that's mostly what it what it's based upon. I mean, he didn't have the greatest NFS grade of all time. Like he had a pretty good NFS grade as well. Like the preseason was it a day grade, two? it was. I think, yeah, I think it was like a third round NFS grade or something like that. And I mean, that's just again. I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, you get a quality player in the third round, but it's not the first round level player that we're talking about, you know. But I mean, I'm just looking through all my notes on him, man, and all the background notes yeah. I have on him, and. There's nothing like there's no like red flags or anything on him either, which is again, it's just a little bit funky. It's just a little weird. But here's one thing mm-hmm. that I take away from this. Yes. It it feels eerily similar, not because of the, the all-star game stuff, mm-hmm. but just situationally to Creed Humphrey. So okay. maybe that this is this is what's gonna happen. Ricky Stromberg's mm-hmm. gonna get overthought during the process for some stupid reason. Mm-hmm. It's a waste of our time to try and figure out what that stupid reason is. Those who have watched him, those that like him, know that this is immediate plug-and-play starter. Yep. We both agree that he's a first-round pick. And he'll go later. I think Creed Humphrey was a third-round pick, and he's one of the best centers in the NFL right now. Yes. Like that is, I think that is an inevitable reality for Ricky Stromberg, and he'll probably land on a better team because of it for one that values his experience and his play style and his strengths. Yeah, I, I think it makes sense. And again, man, like a three-year start in the SEC as well, right? Like he's been doing this against the best. And I mean, Arkansas even just had a really good center come out a few years ago in Frank Ragnow, who was a first-round pick. So like that's why it's just a little bit odd. But I mean, I do think there are some players that overthought because Creed Humphrey, I overthought him a little bit. I, I actually had, I think, a second-round grade on him. And then he ends up going in the third, and I was too low on him. I was. I mean, that kid should have been a first-round pick based upon what he's done in the NFL so far. So maybe some people are just overthinking a Ricky Stromberg, I guess. But, I mean, again, the one thing I do did love about him too, Joe, is that the big improvement I did want to see him go from 2021 to 2022 was there was some bad weight on his frame in 2021. Yeah. That's one note I had. I thought he looked a lot better, a lot slimmer, a lot be- in a lot better shape. So – I mean, I'm a fan of him, man. I'm going to be a fan of Ricky Stromberg. I think he's the top center in this class. I think he's one of the best interior offensive linemen in this class in general. I think he's going to be a really good football player on the next level. Yeah, we'll have to see what ends up happening on draft day. And I think this is this is one of those ones I think we'll get a bit divisive on with some with various people that are going to disagree. And it is what it is. We're high on Stromberg. Those that are willing to acknowledge the positives will hopefully get a really good center player, uh, center prospect rather, for whatever team he ends up on. Yep. Now, conversely, John Michael Schmitz is a senior senior bowl invite. Mm-hmm. He is the second guy that we're talking about on today's show from Minnesota. Uh, you were telling me beforehand that measurement-wise, very similar players. <laughs> yes. Now, what gets very odd here, and I, again, I don't want to waste time on the politics of the All-Star Game invites and who got what invite and who did not. I think that there is a bit of a, a big difference between both of these guys as a prospect. I, I watch John Michael Schmitz and I get a lot of shades, similar shades to what Strongberg brings to the table, which is being an experienced player, mm-hmm. uh, being very technically sound, consistent, but he is not the same level of athlete. And I have a lot of concerns with his upper body strength because there were a number of times where I'm watching him getting popped back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He's not a guy who's going to win and excel in hand fighting situations or 
will finish off reps with his upper body because he lacks that strength. That to me is an issue for, for, for him as a player. And I think I'm going to be lower on him than most because of those upper body strength uh, concerns. Yeah. So, I mean, the first note that you said, Joe, that I just want to allude to real quick is that him and Stromberg are almost exactly the same size based on preseason measurements. Six, four, right around John Michael Schmitz, three fifteen. Uh, nine and three quarter inch hands, so nine, uh, so almost 10, 10 inch hands. He's got 32 and three eighth inch arms, so right there at 32 and a half, six, seven wingspan. Going to be 24 years old during draft time, which, you know, at center, at offensive line, I'm not really too worried about the age thing, but, you know, just something to note, obviously. For me, Joe, I, I think that he is, and he's a four year starter, right? So this makes sense. I think he is just about as consistent a football player as you were going to find in this draft. Like, I think the angles are consistently superb. I think foot quickness is good enough. I think that he can work in an outside zone scheme and he does enough to attack proper leverage and be able to get get his body into proper positioning. Like, I think he does all those things well. I will agree. Between him and Stromberg, I think Stromberg is the better athlete. I don't think John Michael Schmitz is a bad athlete, though. I just think that he's not quite as good, right? Like, he's a... Good, solid athlete at the center position. Like it's, it's. Good. He's not explosive. He's not like you're not going to watch him and go wow. But at the same time, right. you're not going to watch him and say wow. This guy can't move. Right. Exactly. Like he's a. He's more of a. It's a good comparison because Stromberg explodes out of his stance when he's able to get like when nobody's covering him. Right. And he just works his second level. Michael Schmitz is more a a smooth athlete. Can we agree on that? Right. Like he's not explosive, but he's smooth. Like he gets to his spot yeah. and he gets to it well. And he understands how to attack leverage, which I think is great. I think he does have pretty good hands. But there is a strength development that does need to happen. I agree with you 100% on there. I think his lower body's pretty strong. Like he can kind of yeah. get his butt down, sink, and anchor pretty well. But I do think when he's caught hand fighting with players at times, he kind of hit and replace that he does have a little bit of a tough time to really establish an inside leverage and be able to work with his upper body. So I think those concerns are, are there. For me, I mean, before the season, I said that I think this kid's a third to fourth round draft pick. And I think, but I think that he has upside. And if you're a third to fourth round draft pick for me, at least in a vacuum, that's me saying he's probably a backup in his first year initially, but then he gets in a proper situation and then he's a starter long term. And I think that's what John Michael Spitz is to me. Like, I think that he's a player that's in the right system, in the right situation, could be a solid to good starting center in the NFL. I don't see anything superlative. I don't see a massive upside, but I see a good solid center in the NFL. I'm in the same boat with you for his projection. I I don't see a guy who is going to excel. This isn't a pro bowl center. This is somebody who still needs development in his upper body strength. And at the same time, it's easy to sit here and say a guy needs to improve his play strength. Does he actually make those improvements? And does he make it at a rate that, will help him exceed the expectations mm-hmm. most more often than not that usually isn't the case a lot of times because it's a really difficult process and it takes multiple off seasons to build up that strength to be a more dominant player so those concerns to me are lingering um i still stick with what i said during summer scouting because like yeah. i don't see much change from what we watched summer scouting because yeah, we said player. the same exact thing we yeah. said consistent smooth player you put him in, he's going to start. He'll get the job done. He's not going to exceed. He's probably not going to have absolutely you know, bottomless lows where you're going to have to you know, cut him or replace him at a certain point. I, I see him as being like a, a bottom 15 center in the NFL as a starter for a period of time. Like That's the, the expectation for him. 
not not amazing, not bad. So for me, I gave him like a third, fourth round grade, similar to you. There's yeah. not much uh, difference here, but with, with, with these two guys, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with these two guys. I, I will say this though: I do think that job Michael Schmitz is still valuable, though, Joe, because. I mean, there's some bad centers starting the NFL right now, man. Like, there's some yeah. bad ones right now, brother. Like, I mean, there's a lot of guys. I mean, and that's the fortunate but unfortunate thing for a guy like a John Michael Schmitz is that he might get drafted to a team that says you're better than what we currently have, right? Like, I'm a LA Rams fan, and I, I can't watch Brian Allen play center anymore. Like, I just can't do it. You're a, you're a a New York Giants fan is is Nick Gates still the starting center? I don't even know who the starting center is for the Giants. Oh man, anymore. I don't even I don't even know because <laughs> I think they've swapped a couple guys in and yeah. out. I mean, it's just and this is a whole offensive line issue in the NFL right now. This isn't just a center issue, but there's just not a good enough there's not enough good offensive linemen in the NFL. So this type of kid, the ability to come in and compete, I think early on is going to be good for him. But I do think that landing in the right situation is going to be very beneficial to him because. I mean, couldn't you see him getting dropped into a – like, I mean, this is the one thing about Creed Humphrey that we talked about, right? Kansas City Chiefs was a perfect situation for him, though. It was. It was a perfect yeah. situation. You have the best quarterback in the world behind you. You have some good players around you as well. I mean, Creed Humphrey is a really good football player, but he also landed into a very advantageous situation to be successful. And I think that's what John Michael Schmitz needs. Again, I'm not comparing him – I mean, because I again, I have a third, the fourth round grade on John Michael Schmitz. I had a second round grade on Creed Humphrey, so I I, I did I do value Creed higher in a vacuum than I do John Michael Schmitz coming out. It's just uh, my point is though is that especially at center, what's working around you can be very important and beneficial to you, especially yeah. early on. So being able to drop into maybe a veteran laden offensive line where you might be the missing piece of consistency for the offensive line. I think that that could be big and beneficial for John Michael Schmitz, who I do think is a pretty scheme versatile player, right? Like I think the movement skills are good enough. I think the power profile, at least from a lower body perspective is good enough where he can play in his zone scheme. He can play in a man blocking scheme. I, I, I really do like him. It's just, I, I, again, I think that there is a cap to how good he is. I don't think that he's that pro bowl level player in a, in a vacuum. I, for whatever reason, think, and you, you kind of said this, that a, a center-hungry team, for I, just, I don't know why, but he feels like a guy that could sneak into the end of the first round because a team really needs a center, and we see it every year where like teams make their evaluations based on floor rather than projection. Like He just feels so much like a floor guy. Like that safe. Yeah. High, yeah, like high floor, so a team's like, well, we don't want to risk a, another guy, but we want – say Strongberg is off the board. They're, they just want like a safe player that steps in. If Cole Strange could unexpectedly go where he went, <laughs> I think it's possible. Like I think it's it's definitely possible for him to sneak in that early or maybe early second round for a team that just really badly needs a center. I, I can buy a second round with him. First, I, I'm out, but I think second round that is very possible. I mean because one thing that we haven't talked about, Joe, and I mean – I mean, I think John Michael Schmitz and Ricky Stromberth could both play guard in a pinch, right? Like, I wouldn't say they're both, like, just just centers, right? Like, strictly yeah. centers. But for the center class right now, there's, there's a lot of question marks, man. Like, I thought it was going to be really good going into the year. But then I feel like some guys didn't take a massive step forward that you anticipated. I mean, and after Stromberg, for me, it's like there's kind of a bucket of John Michael Schmitz and Jared Patterson and Alex Forsyth and – 
Uh, Oluwatimi from Michigan is a guy that I know some people like. Like, there's a lot of guys, but I don't think there's any definitive pecking order for the center position right now. So, that all that to say is that I believe that you may be right in the sense that he maybe gets overdrafted because there's a need and there's not a clear cut mm. second, third, fourth option at center. Like, I just think there's a very middling group that you still have to figure out where kind of the pecking order for that group is. Yeah, somebody will definitely value him way higher than everyone else does, and that's that's kind of my kind of and, my point. But and yes. I mean, just a quick note is that Joe Titman from Wisconsin's a guy that already declared for the draft. Luke Whipler, Ohio State, I think, is a player that we both liked in the summer, and he's a guy that apparently is wrestling with the idea to declare early as well. So, how much do players like that, I guess, change the pecking order? Is going to be another thing to kind of keep eyes on moving forward. Yeah, we are going to spend the entire cycle. It's early. The season for the NFL hasn't even ended yet, so we don't even know what the draft order is going to be. Uh, but we're going to start spending more and more time breaking down and figuring out what the pecking order is going to be. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out. Uh, at Joe DeLeon, at Rise and Draft. Also, make sure you head on over to Bet Online, which is our presenting sponsor. Best place to place your bets, betonline.ag. Use promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that is betonline.ag. Folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with more prospect breakdowns throughout the cycle. Make sure you're tuned in. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.